Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the second lesson of the two-part Holy Spirit series. This series was taught at the City of Hope Church in Manchester, Kentucky. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick began by answering a question from the audience. Why does the Holy Spirit move easier in some churches? Then he gave a preview of this lesson by telling us we will learn about the flow of the Holy Ghost, how to increase the flow of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and how we can work with Him to accomplish God's will. His scripture text for this lesson will be taken from John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. Then Brother Rick began teaching the lesson by bringing us four reasons that we need to connect water with the flow of the Holy Spirit and three principles about the flow of the Holy Spirit. He concluded this session by bringing us the first four of six things we need to know about the office of the Holy Spirit. On this broadcast, he'll bring us two more and teach us six of eight ways that we can increase the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our lives. And now, here's Brother Rick. Tina and I was talking. She ministered to my daughter this week, which is a touchy thing. It's it's like uh, trying to uh, unwire a bomb. <laughs> Renee is a different kind of a kid. She's been raised in church, and if you come at her religiously, she has no problem clipping your wings right up next to your body. Okay, you have got to be able the Holy Ghost to deal with that child. You don't just up. And Try to be religious with her. She will cut your wing in a minute. She hates religion just like her daddy does. And so you have got to say, God, how do I do this? I see the need now. How do I do this? Don't just jump in and say, ah, I know how to handle it. That's where a lot of people get in trouble. I told some people I was teaching on evangelism. I told them, listen, look for the hunger and direction of God. Because you feed a baby that's not hungry, that's how you get baby food in your eye, not in their belly. And so you really be careful how you... You need the Holy Ghost to show them how to unlock their heart. I'm just trying to help you learn how to flow in the Spirit. Pray for the direction of God. Then here's the second, or the next thing I'll talk about. I don't know where I'm for, I think. Pray for what I call the unction to function. John 2.20 says, But you have an unction from the Holy One. I want everybody to do a little exercise with me this morning. This is as close to exercise as I get, but do this with me this morning. Say the word unction. unction. Say utterance. utterance. Now, I mean really say it from your gut. Unction. Utterance. utterance. You feel that in the pit of your stomach? Did you know that every move of the Holy Ghost originates right there? Hmm. Well, I'll teach you something really happy here. If it's a move of the Holy Spirit, He's moving, you'll always feel just a tension there in mm-hmm. your stomach. Mm-hmm. I mean, now thinking back, you realize that. Because there's an unction to function. And you don't only need the direction of God, the unction has the timing of God. Now remember this little statement the direction of God plus the timing of God equals the will of God. The direction of God is not. The totality of the will of God. You need His timing. Because His timing is as important as His direction. And all the people of God said, Amen. How many of you seen people do the right thing at the wrong time? Right. You won't do that at the wrong time if you wait for the unction to function. Okay? you got to have the unction to function. 
Let me just give you a small story on this. I arrived at Sunday school at our church one time, and I was 10 minutes into Sunday school, so that was 10 minutes after 10. At 10 minutes after 10, I knew that I was going to give a message in tongues. I felt the Holy Ghost and got direction that I was going to receive to give a message in tongues. I did not give that. I didn't have the unction to function. I only had the direction. But this is a strange thing. I'm trying to teach you how to flow in the Holy Ghost. Did you know that we went through the rest of Sunday school? We dismissed and we went into church and we went through the worship service. We went through all the preliminaries. We went through the message. And at 10 minutes to 12, the unction, the function come. And when I stood and gave that message in tongues and interpreted, two men run down the aisle and give their life to Jesus. If I were to give that at 10 minutes after 10, they weren't even in the building. He that hath an ear, let him hear. <laughs> the direction of God plus the timing of God equals the will of God. Don't forget that statement. So when you get the direction of God, don't just jump up like a drunken buck. Say, God, show me your time. Give me the unction. Say unction. that one more time. So when you get the direction of God to do something, don't just jump up. Because you need the unction to function. Wait for that that is produced from your belly. But you said a formula. The direction of God. The direction of God plus the timing of God equals the will of God. Any comments on that? Have you seen people do something you just knew the timing was wrong? Yeah. Just telling you that. Yeah. Okay? So... Do that. Wait for the unction to function. And then last, always move to bring glory to God. Colossians 3.17, Ephesians 3.21. In other words, in flowing in the Holy Ghost, don't look for a chance to exercise your gift. Look for a chance to glorify Jesus. I told him it's amazing to me. I've been in all kinds of churches. When people dance in the Spirit, isn't it funny they always dance towards the front? <laughs> Nobody ever dances out of sight. They dance inside. They, there might be something about wanting to be seen. I ain't sure. But anyway, I'm trying to help you here. What we do is to bring glory to God, not to bring attention to ourselves. Yes. That's the Holy Ghost. When it's a move of God, Jesus will be glorified, and you'll be overlooked. They'll say, somebody gave word. My Lord, I don't even know who gave that word, but whoo, that was God. Here's what will cause you to lose the touch of God in your life. Claim His glory. He'll remove His hand. Let me give you a little secret that I've used for years, Mark. It's a good one for preachers especially. People come up to me, you know, they brag on you, they say something. I just make a mental note. Say Jessica comes to me this morning and says, man, Pop, that was good and really ministered to me, whatever. What I'll do is I'll go home and when I'm by myself, I'll say, Lord, when Jessica was bragging on me today, she was bragging on you. And I joined her this morning bragging on you. Because I realize if I think I'm all that bag of chips, God will move his hand off me. I remember when the Lord raised a woman from the dead. These people come to me. Oh, Brother Rick, I heard you raise a woman from the dead. I said, you've been misinformed. I was preaching when she died. You better be strong if you come to my church. I could kill you just preaching. Jesus raised her from the dead. I killed her. Apparently, Jesus raised her from the dead. Give the glory to God. Seek the glory by Jesus. Stay out of the spotlight. And the Holy Ghost will flow through you. 
That right there is enough wisdom to swim home in. That's important. Any comments on this? Ways to operate in the flow of the Holy Spirit. Pray for love. Pray for love impartation opportunities. Look for a need. Pray for direction. Wait for the unction to function. And move always to bring glory to God. Now I'm going to give you eight ways to increase the anointing of the Holy Ghost in your life. Again, not an exhaustive list. This is just some things that may help you. <laughs> Amen. Any questions or comments on the points I've already given you? On pointers for flowing in the Holy Ghost. Anybody got any comments, statements? I want to give you the opportunity. Here's eight ways. These are written in my Bible. I always write them in my Bible. They're very important words. In fact, I told them today I've got a new Bible. I want these written in them. Because these are things I always try to remember. These eight ways in which the anointing will increase in your life. How many of you know the anointing is not the same in every life? And people say, boy, I want to flow in the Holy Ghost like you. Or I want to whatever. How many of you know it don't come by wishing? <laughs> You're going to have to learn how to operate in the flow of the Holy Ghost. And handle the flow of the Holy Spirit rightly. And here's the number one thing I've discovered. That is a key to increasing the anointing in your life. Be faithful to God with what you have. God is not impressed by talent, but for some reason faithfulness gets his attention. 1 Corinthians 4.2 Moreover, everybody say moreover. That means above everything else. It's required for spirit that a man be found faithful. Did you know the only thing that's going to be rewarded in heaven is faithfulness? Did you know that? <laughs> And if you clean this church faithfully, you're going to be rewarded right alongside Billy Graham, the faithfully preached in his gifting. We think there'll be a big line, we'll be at the back, you know. Leaving a chair, sit down, everybody else gets rewarded. It's not the way it's going to work. God's going to reward you with your faithfulness, with your gifting. I used to pray, God, I'm not Billy Graham. One day he stopped and said, he ain't you either. I said, yeah, but I'd like to be him. Say he's different. But he said to me, I'm not going to hold you by Billy Graham standard. Be faithful to me. Number two. Be sensitive and yielded to the Holy Spirit. Here's something I can tell you. Let me give you a scripture. Isaiah 30, 21. That'd be the voice behind you saying, you need to learn the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now let me tell you something I've learned. The Holy Spirit is like a triangle in a circle, okay? You put a triangle or a pyramid in a circle and start turning it, you'll hear click, 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 click. And if you listen to the first click, it won't wear the edges down. But every time you ignore that click, after a while, you can put it in and spin it like a top. There's no size to click. What are you saying? I'm saying the more you listen and obey the Holy Spirit, the louder his voice gets. Yes. The more you ignore him, the more you can do things without a click. People yeah. say, well, I can do that. I'm not even convicted. It's because your conscience has been seared. The corner has been clicked off. You've ignored him so long, you can't even hear him speak anymore. Be sensitive. Don't be calloused. <laughs> calloused is when you keep doing the same thing. That's why it builds up. You can't even feel the pain. No more blisters. Just knots. He's sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You obey Him, you'll hear Him louder. Let me give you a third one. Be obedient. Not just hear Him. Do what He said. Isaiah 119. If you're willing to obedience, you'll eat of the good of the land. Isaiah 119. 
Number four, give more time to prayer. Luke 18, 1. And he spake this parable unto them to this end, saying, Men, Lord, always. How much? Always. Everybody say always. always. To pray and not faint. I believe we faint so much because we pray so little. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do more praying, less fainting. Do more time to prayer. Number five. Have a true spirit of humility and walk in love and unity. Have a true spirit of humility and walk in love and unity. I'm talking about how to increase the flow of the Holy Ghost in your life. Brother Rick, can you repeat that? Yes, sir. Have a true spirit of humility and walk in love and unity. Thank you. Galatians 5, 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything or uncircumcision, but faith which works by love. If what we do, we do in true humility and faith and love, the Holy Spirit will use our life. Amen? Here's a tough one. Everybody say buckle up. Here's number five. Have a deep and abiding desire for holiness. <laughs> Have a deep and abiding desire for holiness. First Peter 1.16 Because it is written, Be ye holy as I am holy. Listen to me. Keep your vessel pure. Have a short list to repent of. <laughs> Whenever you do something wrong, repent, repent, repent. I didn't go to Calvary in 1972. I went every day since 1972. Amen. I keep a short that? list. What was that scripture? First Peter 1.16. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.